Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All righty, everybody. How you doing? It's uh, the 24th of May, 2023. This was a big, big day in Flyer history. 13 years ago on this day, Mike Richards tied a 1-0 hockey game up about the 15-minute mark of the first period against the Montreal Canadiens in Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Final. Flyers went on to win that game, went on to the Cup Final. We know what happened in the Cup Final, uh, but one of the more exciting days in recent memory in Philadelphia Flyers history, the way that building on March 24th, 2010, was rocking is something that I hope we can get back to very soon. It's also, you know, watching the conference finals, seeing these teams play, and boy, the games have been so tight, even though Carolina's down three games to none in the series. Obviously, every game has been a win-goal game, two overtime games, and a one nothing shutout for Sergei Bobrovsky, who's been off the charts. But you look at the the competitiveness of all these games and just when we get to conference final time, that's when it starts to take me back to all those runs of going to watch playoff hockey games in really warm weather and the tailgate that was going on or the block parties and everybody on board and just getting caught up in it. I want to get back to that as well. And to get back to that, it's going to take young players continuing to develop which brings us to our next interview and our Flyers Exit Day player interview series. Now, in this episode, it's Morgan Frost. And for a while there, Morgan Frost had some, you know, polarized fans. He became a polarizing figure. We know that Morgan Frost was taken in the first round, 27th overall back in the 2017 NHL entry draft. Uh, same one as Nolan Patrick. We know that Morgan Frost had... Uh, some good years in his development. He had some years where you know, he looked like he was on a, a surefire path with some of the numbers that he put up in the AHL. In 2019-20, in 41 games, he had 13 goals, 16 assists, 29 points, was an all-star that year, and was really starting to trend nicely towards coming up into the NHL. Got up to the Flyers, played 20 games in the 1920 season. The next year, in 2021, when the, they came back from the pandemic, he unfortunately had the shoulder injury two games into the season. That caused him to miss the rest of it. And this past season, played in 81 of 82 games. Missed just one game. It was an important one. We talk about it in his hometown of Toronto. Uh, in the 81 games, 19 goals, 27 assists, and 46 points. He took a big step forward. He's got to continue to take steps forward. And I think that's something you'll take out of this interview, that he's not satisfied uh, with 46 points and where he is in the NHL. He thinks he can be better. So without further ado, here's my Flyers Exit Day interview with Morgan Frost. It is Flyers Breakup Day, and our guest right now, sit down and have a little conversation with Morgan Frost. How you doing? I'm doing well. Yourself? Good. How do you feel after the season? Uh, Conflicted? Today I feel pretty tired, I'm not going to lie, but uh, yeah, I think obviously you want to be playing some more hockey, so um, that part sucks, but uh, you know, I think... Saw a lot of good things this year, so um, excited for the future. When you look back at your season, you know, it it really hit a stride in the second half. I mean, you finished the season in your final games of the year in 14 games, six goals, nine assists, and 15 points. What, what kind of clicked for you? 
Uh, I think, you know, once I kind of started to, uh, you know, put the puck in the net a little bit and, and kind of contribute offensively, I think once you kind of get a feel for that, uh, you, you almost just want more and uh, you kind of go into games expecting to contribute offensively versus, um, you know, hoping you do. And uh, I think I kind of just found a, a different confidence and um, give credit to my line mates that I was playing with. I think, uh, you know, they're the ones putting the puck in the net or, or setting me up. So um, I think they did a great job. And yeah, I, I would honestly just say it's it's pretty confidence based. I kind of just felt a lot better about my game in, in the second half and, and definitely towards the end of the season. I saw a play in the game against, I think it was Columbus, where it was a 1v2 board battle. Juracek uh, was one of the defensemen, and you got in, tied up his hands before he got to the puck and then took the puck, and eventually I got it to TK, I think, who or somebody got it to somebody, tip it, and somebody scored. Yeah. I can't remember all that. But there's an aggressive decision there to get in on that play, something that you did a lot more of this season. You know, Just making those decisions to be aggressive is that part of it without worrying about possibly incurring some risk? Yeah, I, uh, to be honest with you, I, I still think I need to grow in that area a ton. Um, you know, getting into battles, uh, you know, versus kind of just reaching with my stick. I think um, I felt much more, sh I felt a lot stronger this year. And uh, I still think there was a, a lot of times where, um, you know, I could have used my body uh, better. But uh, yeah, I think that's point of emphasis for me. And um that uh, that specific player talking about, I I think it was it was pretty lucky how the puck ended up getting over to TK. But um, you know I, I'm not going to be the guy r running and running down and trying to you know kill guys and and knock people over. I think everyone kind of knows that. But um, you know if I can be aggressive and and kind of get to pucks first and use my body and uh, you know I, I like to think I'm pretty shifty once I get the puck and I can kind of spin off people. So. Um, try and do more of that going forward yeah the savvy play there is to just take his hands out of the equation for a second because that allows you the time to do it I, I think that like confidence with you very similar to Owen Tippett um, manifests itself on the ice in your decision making because I saw a lot of creativity in your game when it seemed like confidence was there and talking to you as well and you're getting results and then the decision making to make you know very creative plays seem to come out more too yeah, I think for me, it's kind of picking and choosing my spots. Um, knowing when and when not. Knowing when. I think, you know, there's there's sometimes that I do some stuff out there that uh, maybe maybe almost too risky. But, uh, you know, just picking and choosing your spots, even even knowing the score of the game, uh, where you are on the ice. Situational just, hockey. Know, at the blue lines and, yeah. and certain things. But um, I think you can kind of tell when, when I'm – feeling my game is when I'm uh you know trying some stuff that uh you know maybe other people aren't uh aren't willing to try and um I think that's always kind of been a calling card for me I, I like to kind of hang my hat on the fact that uh I have some skill that maybe others don't or and uh yeah I think you know just knowing when to pull pull some of those moves out and uh you know when they work you feel pretty good about yourself you have a sneaky shot I have I have five goals that you scored this year that were clear-sighted shots for a goaltender that you scored on. Um, did the shoulder injury affect your shot, and is the shot back where you want it? Yeah, it, it was something that I worked on a lot in the summer, actually. And, um, you know, honestly, my shoulder felt great uh, all year. So mm -hmm. um, I think 
it's more about just like getting back to the trust with it and uh yeah I, I like to think that that's in the past now but um gonna keep working on my shot I think it's it's not the hardest shot but um doesn't have to be though. I think for me the thing is yeah I think, I think for me the thing is trying to get it off quicker I think uh sometimes I tend to stick handle it once or twice before I shoot it um and the goalies are so good in this league that if you let them get into position and they see it, uh, most of the time they're going to stop it. Um, so I think, you know, especially when you get a pass, uh, you know, kind of like lateral or something, it's mm-hmm. it's it's almost more about getting it off quick, quickly and uh, versus, you know, catching it, stick handling and trying to pick the perfect spot. So um, yeah, get him before he gets to his spot and square. Yeah, it doesn't need to be right in the corner, but if mm-hmm. you get it off quick and, and they're kind of, uh, you know, off their angle. I think that's that's what a lot of the great goal scorers in this league do. So um, keep working on that. And uh, I think I started to show a bit more of a willingness to shoot the puck, mm-hmm. whereas in the past uh, I, I'm still always going to be a pass-first guy, I think. But um, having the willingness to shoot when I'm in the right areas is uh, is kind of a mindset thing, and I think I improved on that. You know, what is working on your shot consist of? Is that changing release points and just working on different elements and areas where you can, you know, put the puck in a spot where either you can beat the goalie or grab a rebound. I, I would say, yeah, changing release points. It, you don't always even need to be uh, shooting on a goalie in the summer. I think it's just getting the reps down and uh, muscle memory. Yeah. So that when you get in those situations, you, you don't even have to think about it. You just kind of do it. And um, yeah, I'm going to work on, on trying to get it off a little quicker and, uh, I need to work on my one-timer a little bit too. I don't think I was in position to take many this year, but uh, you know, when the opportunity was there, sometimes I wouldn't even think about it uh, just because I've never really been a, a one-timer kind of guy. Um, so I'd like to work on that and um, yeah, a few other things, just getting it off quicker, changing release points and uh, shooting in stride probably. Talk about the chemistry with the other young guys on the team. You know, Tip has a breakout year, 27 goals. We know about the season that Travis Konechny had, and you had great chemistry with him. And then you look at, you know, a guy like Noah Cates and, you know, the chemistry of this young group, Cam York. What's that been like? It's been fun. I think, uh, you know, we're all we're all rooting for each other. We all want each other to do well. And, um, you know, we all want to be a part of the solution going forward and, uh, you know, hopefully make this make this turnaround quicker than, than it needs to be. And, um, yeah, it, it's been fun to, for me to watch personally. Uh, just all the guys kind of grow and play well. I think even for a guy like Tip, he's one of my best friends, and uh, just seeing his confidence grow. And uh, I've I've watched him play and played with him uh, since we were kids, and uh, he's always been a special player. I think it was just kind of about uh, unlocking it and, and giving him the opportunity. And now you see, uh, you know, he, he puts in 27 goals. and uh, He can be an animal out there, can't he? Yeah, he's, he's, he's so strong. He's so fast. And yeah. He's almost got uh, all the perfect attributes to be to be a star in this league, and um, I don't think he's too far away from uh, you know definitely putting up 30. But uh, I think in his career he he won't have an issue getting into 35, 40. He's got such a great shot. So uh, and who knows, maybe maybe even more. Uh, you never know. So I think the sky's the limit for him. Yeah, uh, I, you know when you look at this off season after it, the years a grind and last off season as well, you know Mike Yo was tough on you and he started in and still a lot of the 200 foot game and then it was reinforced this year under John Tortorella um what's it been like playing for torts for you 
He's a guy that I think when he's happy about your game, he's never going to let you know. I've, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's almost better when you're not talking to him and, and yeah. you don't hear from him. Uh, I think that's, that's probably a good sign. But um, I think he was, he was super fair with me. I think, uh, you know, early in the season, I, I wasn't really doing much out there. And, uh, you know, he kind of let me know about that and uh, made it clear that I needed to improve. And um, I think that that kind of dip in play at the start of the year was almost a good thing for me because, uh, you know, I kind of reached the bottom and, and uh, you know, wanted to try so hard to get out of it and, and show what I could do. And um, I think he kind of kind of unlocked that out of me. And um, I still think I have a, a long ways to go, but um, he's definitely been helpful for me, for sure. When you look at what you accomplished this year, 19 goals, 27 assists, and 46 points in 81 games, you look at that, how does that change you going into the off season, just from a mental standpoint, knowing that, you know, I got some opportunity here and I did the right thing with it. Yeah. I, I think I, uh, you know, with the opportunity that I was given, uh, I played a, a ton of minutes, a lot of power play. And, um, I still think I could have done a lot more to be honest. So, um, I'm not definitely not satisfied with that. I think I'm going into the off season, uh, you know, still motivated. I think I can do a lot more. Um, I'm proud of myself for the way I handled uh, maybe some of the adversity that I faced early in the season and, and kind of pulling myself out of it and, and being a difference maker the second half. But um, I still I still think I have a, another level to unlock. So I'm going to work, work really hard this summer and, and hopefully come back and show that. Frosty, how do players handle it when the front office deems that you're in a rebuild? Because, you know, you guys can't think that way as you play they plug in the scoreboard you want to win yeah and you want to do you want to spill guts to do it how do you guys kind of deal with you know the term you know I, I think you maybe hear stuff about that when you're away from the rink but um when you get to the rink or you show up for a game no one's no one's thinking about that everyone wants to win and um I think like I said before we want to turn this thing around quicker than most people think we can and um uh, hopefully I can be a part of that and um, yeah I don't think anyone in there's in the room is, is really thinking rebuild I think a lot of that is is more in the media and and uh, you know kind of away from the rink maybe if you're reading stuff but when you get to the rink everyone everyone wants to be their best everyone's trying their hardest everyone's working hard and uh, you want to win every game what's your plan for the summer what are you gonna do first to just unwind from this whole thing I actually uh, I haven't been on vacation with my family before on my mom's side, so um, take. A, I think I got an, oh, oh, two weeks or something, and then uh, I'll do that for for my mom's fiftieth. So oh, cool. Uh, that's, oh, your mom's younger than me. I'm happy for uh, I'm happy for her, and uh, uh, yeah, it'll be cool. And then uh, other than that, just just go home, see my dad and my dogs on my dad's side, and um, see some of my friends. It's been a while, so. Um, I think that's the best way to do it. Just kind of take some time away and then uh, get right back to the grind. Do, do you feel mentally exhausted at the end of the season in a way? Uh, like the, the plane rides, the early practices on short sleep. Like you, today was an early day after getting home late last night. You know, that, yeah, there's a lot of that in the season. You almost get you almost get so used to it that it's just it's just a part of it. But uh, I think everyone needs a little time just when the season's over to kind of just get away and take some time for themselves. Um, yeah, I think, you know, definitely a little bit mentally exhausted, but uh, I'd, I'd still love to be playing some more hockey. So yeah. um, it sucks. And, you know, probably for the next couple of days, you're kind of uh, 
I don't want to say happy it's over, but you're kind of just ready to take a little break. And then once it kind of sinks in and, and you leave all your teammates, you, you miss it right away and you miss being around the boys and uh, you can't wait for the next season to start. Yeah, well, it's not that far off in a lot of ways. Yeah. It, it feels like an eternity when it's all in front of you, but then all of a sudden it's late August and everybody's rolling into town for the captain's skates. Yeah. Um, great season for you. I love the way you finished it and you, you've just – the creativity in your game was so apparent and it was a lot of fun to watch and you're a big reason why people are excited about the future so morgan great job uh, thanks for doing this thanks for all the conversations this season i hit you up a lot for sure but i uh, appreciate it and enjoy the summer yeah thank you thanks for uh for always being encouraging of me and uh yeah i appreciate it a lot thank you my biggest takeaway from that interview is the fact that he's not satisfied not satisfied with okay i'm good enough to play in the nhl he thinks he can, could have done a lot more this past year with a bit of a slow start. I did like that he recognized the fact that, that he was proud of himself for overcoming some adversity in the beginning of the season, trying to find his place on a John Tortorella team. Seemed to have found it in the second half. Now, okay, I know what you're saying. Those games didn't mean a whole heck of a lot, and you're right. They didn't. This team was not trending toward the playoffs. To do it... When in that situation is one thing, to do it when it matters is another. But it was a step forward for Morgan Frost. Do we see another one this year? I hope so. Um, he had a good year, and you're starting to see those offensive creativity and the skill set. So thanks to Morgan Frost for taking the time. Thanks to you for taking the time. Friday, Flyers General Manager Danny Breer will be our guest. So join us then for a brand new episode of Flyers Daily. Shake it, break it out.